Tourism operators say they don't want new technology to jeopardise the manaakitanga they offer visitors. The industry is facing a rapid rise in new technology they say offers opportunities as well as challenges, but they don't want to risk getting left behind. Tourism reporter Tess Brunton has more. The future is here, with tourism businesses starting to embrace robot room service, virtual reality and AI. But for smaller operators, it can be a daunting step into the unknown. The George Hotel's manager, Simon Rury, doesn't want to risk losing what they have, but says it's an exciting and possibly generational change. He says person-to-person contact is what the industry is built on. There is a concern that we may lose some of that. There is certainly room to integrate it, but I think what we stand strong to is our hospitality, both importing and exporting that. So I think it is quite scary in terms of what it means for us in the future. Simon Rory says there are opportunities to use AI to promote what they have without impacting their manakitanga. He says they have some big decisions to make and they want to do their research before buying in. While it's a big investment, do you invest in that for the future or do you invest in it now? Um, and what does that look like? Um, because we have to take care of what we're looking after now versus what the future looks like or could look like. So I guess that's the hardest part. Bevan Severinsen from the Tongariro National Trout Centre says it's about how the tourism industry adapts and manages the new technology. I guess if you go back 30, 40 years when banks were talking about phasing out checkbooks and going over to cards that you poke into a machine on the sidewalk and punch a secret number in and then all of a sudden you get access to your bank account. I remember the rhetoric back then was like, what a crazy idea, you know. How can this technology possibly take off? He says businesses like his have plenty of questions about new technology, as he found out at a recent tourism summit. A lot of it is around the idea of how do you control this? How do we ensure that this doesn't take over our business? How do we keep that uh, face-to-face contact with our customer base. Beveren Severinsen noticed they were getting less engagement when they posted similar photos of children and families catching rainbow trout on social media. They're dabbling with AI-generated posts and images to pique interest. You get new engagement from people that haven't that you haven't seen on your socials before and it's the imagery that sort of spiked something in their in their mind of hey look at that that's amazing oh you know kids fishing's coming up in these school holidays let's let's tell so and so and the family about it Julie Wolbers runs Ribbonwood Retreat, a bed and breakfast in Franz Joseph, and says she'd never go contactless for her business. What sets us apart, though, is when a guest leaves us saying that they arrived as strangers and left as friends. And so we don't want, well, we don't think AI can really take that away from us. But she does use AI to help with emails and marketing and she is considering how else it can make a difference for her business. That helps me with the syntax, spelling and their tasks that I'd rather not be spending time on. Tourism Industry Aotearoa Chief Executive Rebecca Ingram says technology can help businesses to spend more time on the important stuff, like their customers, by taking over tasks. So the way I see tourism businesses using it now, and I would expect that to continue, is to enable their people 
to be doing what they do best so that AI can support them with some of the things that are a little bit less uh, sexy or interesting behind the scenes. Tourism businesses say change is coming, but it doesn't have to come at the cost of their hospitality.